Hey, Rip City, it's GP2 here, and it's time to open the briefcase with Casey Hodong. Greetings, Blizzard fans, and welcome to The Briefcase, episode 10 of The Briefcase, your semi-regularly updated podcast covering all things Portland Trailblazers and beyond. I am Casey Holdall. Thank you for joining me. Rough couple weeks in Portland, rough couple weeks for the Trailblazers. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about injuries again, unfortunately. Talk about the upcoming schedule. Talk about where this team is going on this edition of The Briefcase. just as the Blazers probably weren't as good as their record indicated in the first few weeks of the season, they probably aren't as bad as they've been in the last few weeks of the season, having lost three straight, seven of their last eight, and eight of their last ten games. And while all that can't be blamed on injuries, or even a majority of it necessarily, the fact is they're down to nine players who are under contract. Two of those players are rookies, by the way, if you don't count the two-way players, which at this point in the season, you probably shouldn't. And all nine of those players saw minutes in the first quarter of Wednesday's 128-109 loss to the Lakers at Crypto.com Arena. We have to keep saying, I guess. Basically, Portland is in a situation right now where all it takes is a few minutes of poor play to all but ruin their chances of winning a game. Just because of the personnel they have right now, they basically have to play almost flawless basketball for all four quarters to really give themselves a chance to win. And that didn't happen in Wednesday night's game. They were outscored by 11 in the third quarter. And right now, they just don't have the personnel that allows them to make it for double-digit deficits, particularly on the road. Portland's players who are still ambulatory are doing what they can. Jeremy Grant finished with 27 points. Anthony Simons had 22 points and 8 assists. Justice Winslow had one of his best shooting nights of the season, scoring 21 points on 9-11 shooting from the field and 3-3 shooting from 3. Trenton Watford, who started in the place of Josh Hart, who missed the game with a left ankle sprain, had a double-double with 10 points and 10 rebounds, and Shaden Sharp posted 16 points, which is as many points as he had scored in the previous six games combined, and also added another dunk to his highlight reel, as I'm sure you've seen by now. But none of those things resulted in a victory. Blazers were outplayed by LeBron James, Anthony Davis. You kind of expect that. But if Austin Reeves is scoring 22 points on 7-10 shooting from the field in 35 minutes, the Blazers are not going to give themselves a very good chance to win. As we saw Wednesday night in Los Angeles, they were outscored 31-20 in the third quarter, and that's basically all it took. Other than that, they basically played the Lakers to a draw, but you have one bad quarter when you're as shorthanded as Portland is right now, when you're playing defense as poorly as they're playing it right now, and you don't really give yourself a legitimate chance to come away with a win, especially on the road, and especially against a team that was really hungry for a victory as well. Let's go ahead and take a look where the Blazers sit statistically after 22 games. The Blazers currently sit in 10th place in the Western Conference, four and a half games behind the first place Phoenix Suns, who they own the tiebreaker against by virtue of winning the season series 2-1. The Blazers are 15th in offensive rating, which is actually the same as the last time we checked in, at 111.9 points scored per 100 possession, which puts them in between the Raptors in 14th and the 76ers in 16th. But if you've watched this team recently, you know that the real issue is their defense. And as of right now, they're 23rd in defensive rating, which is actually two spots worse than they were just a few days ago, at 113.6 points allowed per 100 possessions. The Kings are right above them in 22nd, and the Nuggets are right below them in 24th. The difference between their offensive rating and their defensive rating is their net rating, which as of right now is minus 1.7, which ranks 25th. 25th in the NBA. Only the Magic, Hornets, Rockets, Pistons, and Spurs have a worse net rating than the Portland Trailblazers as of right now. That net rating has really dropped as of late, too. It could go right back up, particularly if they're able to get healthy and win some games in December. They have a lot of winnable games in December. But as of right now, they're near the bottom of net rating around a bunch of teams that are only kind of sort of trying to win so far this season. And if for some reason you needed more proof that the issue is the defense, over the last 10 games in which the Blazers have gone 2-8, and eight, the Blazers are 29th in defensive rating at 119.6 points allowed per 100 possession, while their offensive rating in the last 10 games is basically the same as it's been all season long. 
So if you needed any more confirmation, there it is. It is the defense. Over the last 10 games, the Blazers have been the second to last defensive team. So the fact that they've gone two and eight in those games should not be surprising. It's disappointing, but it's not surprising. To reiterate one more time, in the last 10 games, the Blazers are giving up 119.6 points per 100 possessions, 29th in the league, compared to the first place team over the last 10 games, the New Orleans Pelicans, who are giving up 106.4 points per 100 possessions. So the Blazers are giving up 13 more points per 100 possessions than the best team in defensive rating over the last 10 games. That is a lot. And as Portland struggled to win games, they've also struggled to cover for the betters out there. The Blazers are still 13 and 18 versus the spread this season. Still a pretty good number, but they failed to cover in their last three games, including Wednesday night's loss to the Lakers, in which they were six-point underdogs, and they ended up losing by 11. Again, Portland is still well on their way to surpassing their season over, though if they have many more stretches where they win two out of 10 games, that might be a different conversation. Moving on, I don't like talking about injuries. I think it's boring. It's some of my least favorite reporting to do. But the fact is, when you cover the Portland Trailblazers, you're going to have to talk about injuries, and the Trailblazers have a lot of them right now. As previously mentioned, while it's not the entire reason the Blazers were struggling or are struggling, the injuries have left the Blazers with little margin for error. Both Josh Hart and Nasir Little, both of whom had played in every single game this season, missed Wednesday's game due to injury. And I would imagine both those players will miss Saturday's game versus the Jazz as well, and potentially even Monday's game versus the Pacers. We should be getting an update soon about Gary Payton too. And depending on when you listen to this podcast, that update might have already come. Gary has yet to play this season, as we've talked about many times, and obviously talking about the defense, getting a guy of Gary Payton 2's talents on the court would absolutely help in terms of the defense. Gary, who turned 30 on Thursday, happy birthday, Gary, continues to rehab from that off-season surgery to repair the core muscle injury that he's had that he played through for a couple seasons. I think the expectation has been that Gary will play sometime in December, but not entirely sure when that might be, and also guessing too that he still has to get cleared to return to full practice before he can participate in full practices, at which point he will be able to play sometime after that. Still not sure when that might be. I wish I had a better update to give you, but that's just kind of the nature of injury reporting in 2022. Teams keep those things pretty tight to the vest, and that's just the nature of injuries too, is that they work on their own timelines, particularly things like core muscle injuries. Anything soft tissue is always going to be kind of dodgy, so the team is really going through their paces to make sure that Gary's healthy and able to play going forward forward, but when that might be TBD. Though Gary is getting his jersey retired tonight at Salt Lake Community College, where he started his collegiate career before moving on to Oregon State and then to the NBA. Congratulations, Gary. Celebratory night for Gary Payton, too, back in Salt Lake City or wherever Salt Lake Community College is. I imagine it's somewhere close to Salt Lake City. Also, no official update yet on Keon Johnson, who's been out for some time with a left hip pointer. Sean Hyken reporting that he's going to be out for at least another couple weeks. Still haven't heard anything officially from the team about that, but at this point, that sounds about right. And of course, then there's Damian Lillard, who is nearing a return to the court after missing the last few weeks with a right soleus muscle strain, which comes on the heels of missing a week and a half with a calf strain in the same leg. I was able to catch up with Damian prior to the Lakers game on Wednesday night to talk about that injury, what he's learned during the process, and the report that he's targeting the Pacers game to make his return. Here's what Dame had to say, with a little bit of music in the background as well. How would you kind of gauge where you're at right now? Um, I feel good. You know, I had um, the last three days I've gotten, you know, some hard workouts in full speed, um, you know, with no limitations. I've been still going through the, the rehab process and the recovery, getting treatment, uh, doing soft tissue stuff. I've done some some dry needling and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, now that I'm, I feel healthy and I'm able to, like, get up and down and jump and run and change direction and stuff like that, 
now I'm just, you know, just still in that build-up process. Um, and just putting more and more stress on it to make sure that they won't have no type of reaction or anything like that, which I don't feel. So it's, um, I can tell that I'm, I'm right there. Um, but it's just a build-up at this point, just, you know, get there and get to where I'm moving around and feeling good since I haven't been as active, you know, um, and then get ready to play. It, it seems like with that injury, they've tried to maybe keep you inactive for a certain period of time. Is that is that correct? I mean, the first time that I strained my calf, I just kind of was like, you know, I had gotten off to the kind of start that I wanted to, so I was just wanting to do a bunch of treatment and just get, you know, just kind of get through the process, you know, when really it's something that's just – you got to rest, you know, and you got to be patient with it. And I didn't come back before I needed to. I was healthy when I came back. Um, but I think because of, you know, just going through the process, I was like doing treatment in the morning then come back and do, you know, more stuff. And then I was trying to do calf raises and I was, you know, I just was doing a lot. So it was just basically putting more stress on, more stress on it in the recovery process to strengthen it. But at the same time, I guess breaking it down, you know, and putting more stress on it than I needed to. And then now you know you have a, a reaction again, and now I'm sitting back out. So this time I just, the first couple of days I just did treatment. I wasn't as, I guess, aggressive. You know, I was just like, whatever, it's going to, I'm going to just rest with the time on this one. You know, I'm going to just take my time. And it was just a much slower process. You know, I was like not on the court for like four or five days, just nothing on the court, just soft tissue stuff, just light treatment, light work and stuff like that. And, um, when I did it that way and I kind of just took my mind off of trying to hurry up and get back, it actually got better faster than it did the first time. And I just got up one day and I was like, man, you know, I was kind of looking for that feeling, that sore feeling, and it wasn't there. And then, you know, we kind of picked up the process from there. And it's been, it's been a, I guess, a better transition to being healthy this time. Is there any broader lesson there about the notion of, of taking time and not forcing things a little bit, I guess? I think just not... I guess stressing about it, you know. Yeah. The first time I was like, I got to get back. Yeah. I want to, you, know, you know what I mean? And this time I was just like, just chilling, you know what I mean? I just kicked back like, all right, I don't want to keep dealing with it. I want to, you know, let what need to happen happen. And that's what I've done this time. And um, I actually feel better about it. Because so. I know it's hard for you to, to not be out there, particularly when the team is struggling as they have been lately. So I imagine that that makes it a little bit harder sometimes to kind of step back and be like, I need to take the time here to, to get put us on a better footing for everybody. Yeah, I think it's just the better decision to not, you know, be rushing back and trying to get back and then, you know, either not be able to play how I want to play or, you know, cause something to continue to linger on and stuff like that. So uh, we started the season great. Right now we're struggling, um, you know, but still in a good, a good spot, you know, definitely a good enough spot to where if I do what I'm supposed to do, I can come back and, uh, you know, we can kind of, continue on the, the path that we was on and uh, if that's gonna happen i know that i gotta go about this the right way uh finally i know that chris reported that you're you're hoping to come back for the pacer game is, is that your tentative timeline is right now yeah i mean that's what i would like to do um you know i think i i've sat now i've sat out longer than i did the first time i feel better i think the process has been better like i said and um obviously that's the second second uh, side of a back-to-back so I, I feel like that would be what made the most sense so there you go. Damian Lillard's comments about the injury. He's getting close. He's feeling better. Hopefully returning to the court sometime very soon. But until he's back out there, we don't know for sure. But it seems like this weekend's games, either versus the Jazz or more likely versus the Pacers, are a very real possibility. And speaking of the game versus the Jazz, after spending almost the entirety of the last two weeks on the road playing every other day, the schedule lightens up for the Trailblazers here in the next couple weeks. 
with the team playing just twice in the next seven days, albeit that's in a road and home back-to-back. -back. Pretty tough situation there, but still, two games in seven days. Give this team an opportunity to maybe heal up a little bit. Portland faces the Jazz Saturday night, tip-off scheduled for 6 p.m. on Root Sports Plus and 6.20 a.m., then returns home to host the Pacers Sunday night, after which they'll have three days off before hosting the Nuggets on Thursday, December 8th. Then it's two games versus the Timberwolves on Saturday and Monday before heading out for another six-game road trip that will see the team return home on Christmas Eve. So a chance to maybe get healthy, maybe get a few wins on this homestand, but they're going to need to get healthier to do that. And we've been saying that for a while now, so until it happens, I don't know that we can assume it's going to happen, but fingers crossed that it will. Well, that's going to do it on this edition of The Briefcase. Thank you so much for joining me. We'll talk to you next week. We'll have a chance to catch up with a few more players to talk about where they're at in their rehab process. Have a few interviews as well that I think you're going to want to check out. We'll get back to it next week. See you online for games versus the Jazz and the Pacers. A couple days off. Hopefully get this thing squared away. Thanks so much for joining us. Take care.